Module 2, Branch 3. The ability to forgive knowing that it takes two to tango. The goal is to realize that I'm not a perfect human being, as no one is. And we act as if we are perfect and everyone else is dilapidated. It doesn't work. We have to know that we have to treat everyone with the same fragility as we want them to treat us with. If I focus on my own standards, I know I give everyone the ability to raise theirs. If I'm setting high standards for myself, and I accept nothing less than those high standards, am I actually leaving room or am I closing the door? The key to raising your standards is to allow yourself to live with high standards, which means actually that you're forgiving, which means that you're opening the door for others because you have empathy for how they feel, because you understand life better. If I am 13 and you are three years old, I'm 13 years old, you are three years old, and I am trying to teach you algebra, and I'm getting frustrated because you're not learning it. Who's foolish? I am, because I'm expecting something of you that you're not capable of. We are all on the same journey and all at different stations in our understanding and our awareness. We cannot be forgive, unforgiving because someone doesn't stand where we stand. If our awareness and our wisdom is high and the other person is still on their journey towards the path of that, how can we hold that against them? On the contrary, we have to be their teachers to say that they can rise and we can have empathy for how they think. We can look at life from behind their eyes and see it and walk them, hold their hand, go next to them, hold their hand and walk them to it. An unconditional love requires forgiveness, not standing guard, not holding blame. If you're holding blame against your child, he's a child. How can that be? Who's, who's short-minded? Who's small-minded? We are. If I indulge in blaming others, I give away my power and I lose my strength. There's no other way about it. So how much are you blaming? And how much are you holding other people responsible? And what can you do to change that? There is so much you can do. Just see it from a different eye. Expand your horizon. Look at it differently. If I feel entitled to believe that I deserve what I deserve, I'm shooting myself in the foot because I'm stamping my feet and I'm saying, no, I want it, but I'm not willing to work for it. How can that be? Is it fair? Is that the right way to handle other people? Or is it better to allow yourself to be flexible and dance in the wind? If you're flexible, dancing in the wind, I think we've discussed this in, module, in the first modules of Enter the Garden. If you're flexible and you're moving with the wind, something comes or the wind comes and you dance a little bit and you come to standing again. If I'm being rigid and tight and the wind comes, it'll snap off a branch of the tree. You have choices in every moment of every day in how you respond. Responding again, not reacting. Reacting is spur of the moment. Responding is actually 
taking information, mulling it, contemplating it, seeing where the other person is coming from, understanding why they are looking at it the way they are, and then coming back to them with empathy and love, unconditionally, generously, giving them the benefit of the doubt. It works. If I live without expectations, I can always be surprised at the kindness of other human beings. Because I'll be surprised when anyone is nice to me, because I expect nothing. And every day you have these little beautiful surprises. It's when I'm holding expectations that I will always be disappointed. Why am I not allowing other people to live the way they feel? Why am I trying to put them in a box? You end up suffocating them. Disappointment is the dance between my expectations and the gift of the truth I feed myself. If I allow myself to dance freely, I will always be content and happy and peaceful because I will watch everything that's happening around me as if it's magic. Because I'm not demanding anything. I'm not asking anyone to behave the way I want them to. I'm letting them be them and I will be me at my highest and best. The road between selfishness and selflessness is a beautiful one. Do you feel that you are selfless or you are selfish? If I'm selfish in looking after myself in order to be good for those I love, that's fine. But if I'm selfish as in wanting everyone to behave exactly as I want them to, I'm taking away any goodness from my day. Selflessness means giving other people the same grace that I give myself. Being surprised and, and aware and alert at any small beautiful nuance that comes. Living in the moment, with the moment, appreciating each moment. Giving an eye of bliss to things. Why should I presume negative? You know how many of us constantly presume negative? And therefore, our reactions show the negativity in our eyes and in our faces. And then we wonder how a person in front of us reacts differently because it's our expression that invites the reaction we get. Realize it's all about us. We can give, we can receive. If we're not giving, we cannot receive. It is only by imagining the best outcomes that we can bring the realm of possibility to any situation. And we can, we really can. Do you feel that you are slowly detaching all the triggers that you have to look for peace, to invite peace, to invite harmony by first giving harmony? Being generous in allowing people to be who they are, come to you peacefully and sweetly with love. You know, that's all that anybody wants is to be validated, to be loved, to be accepted. And we all go screaming and shouting, thinking that we're not being loved, but are we giving the love? Let's give before we receive. And know that we will receive by giving.